for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hi, I'm so glad that you decided to join us, and I hope and pray that this day will be marked with God's love and that you would see His handprint upon your life and the path that you are walking upon as you follow Jesus. You know, one of the things that I, I love doing is attending conferences, uh, especially the ones where the speakers are what I look forward to hearing from. And especially the ones that I've been following, I've been listening to, whether it be their sermons or their different teachings. And so I have so much anticipation when I go into it. And when they hand me the booklet and I get to see the outline and I get to fill in notes with all the different things that they're teaching. And I, I can feel my heart just growing uh, with wisdom and with knowledge, and I can't wait to apply the different things that have been revealed to me that perhaps I, I've forgotten, things that are new, uh, things that I can do to help the church and to help others uh, to follow and to be more like Jesus. And what we're going to be looking at in this section in Luke is more of Jesus' teaching, and it is profound, it is deep, it's insightful, and there's just so much wisdom in the words that come out of Jesus. And I hope you have a pen, I hope you take a seat, and I hope you get ready for what Jesus wants to encourage you with and show you uh, through the Word of God today. Luke chapter 6, verses 27 through 38. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because He is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, 
it will be measured to you. Now, if you look at this section and the big picture of things, a lot has been going on. Uh, Jesus is not just teaching here, but if you remember, he had just prayed all night and he has just chosen his 12 disciples. And as he's doing this, uh, he's going further in teaching the people. And what he's teaching is God's agenda and that he has this plan of love that he wants to reveal and that he wants to impart uh, upon uh, his people, his children. And so the rest of chapter 6, Jesus teaches and shares a lot of things that at that time were mind-blowing. And for their listeners, it was considered radical. They probably have not heard this. This was something new, something exciting for them to hear. And perhaps a lot of them were wrestling with what Jesus was teaching about in on these different views and different ideas. And the first thing that Jesus teaches them and shares with them, he says, Love your enemies. Now, this seems and appears like a very simple command, and yet it can be one of the most difficult things for any person, even for Christians and non-Christians alike, to obey. So Jesus tells them exactly um, how to love your enemies. He says, do good, bless, and pray for those who mistreat you. Uh, Now, I know that Some of us, I know that when I read this, I had to pause. I had to make sure that Jesus was using those words. uh, And I had to ask myself, did I read that correctly? Did Jesus say that I need to pray for those who mistreat me? And that's very countercultural in any culture. Wherever you go, it's all the same. If people mistreat you, you want to do the same unto them. Uh, And so here, Jesus recognizes that uh, we will have enemies. We will have people that will try to hurt us and to harm us. And even though we have these enemies, he's saying, do right to them. Do what you can to bless them and to love them and to forgive them. Now, when it comes to our enemies, I believe there are two things that we need to do. He says to love them and to forgive them. And the thing that I find what these two things have in common in terms of love and forgiveness is that you need to pray. That these are not things that we can generate from ourselves, but these are things that we need to pray for that we can do them unto those who don't like us or to people who do harm to us. And this cannot come from ourselves because if we try to do this out of our flesh, Uh, out of our human instinct, we will fail. It will be uh, short-ended. But if we learn to rely on God, if we pray and ask God to help us in this area, we are doing something radical. We are doing something that is supernatural, that cannot be done uh, humanly speaking. And so if we do this, let us learn to take that to heart. Let us learn to pray for the people, to love them and to forgive them, uh, not by our own will, but God, by God's will that he wants us to do, to live as salt and light uh, upon this earth. And Jesus knows that this is impossible for us to do on our own. And as you continue on in this passage and the teachings of Jesus, uh, we, we find in verses 27 to 38 
There, there's a lot to swallow uh, in what he talks about and what he shares. And it has to do with our rights and with our personal space with what we have around us. And so we don't like that area to be violated. We don't like it when people invade our space or do things to us that may harm us. And so that makes us uh, very aware and we want to do the things that was done wrong to us and we want to do the same to those who do that. And so Jesus tells us, he says, be careful, do not judge others, because that is a, a very slippery slope for us to, to fall upon. And so Jesus warns us about passing judgment upon others, because when we pass judgment unto others, we are doing the same for ourselves. The same criteria, the same set of standards that we impose upon others Jesus is saying that God will do the same to us. And so here, Jesus uses a very humorous illustration, saying, saying that do not be so concerned about the speck of sawdust that is in the eye of your, uh, your brother, your neighbor, but be more concerned about the plank that is in your own eye. And so what he's saying is that don't be so concerned about the other person's sin, but be more aware of your own sin. Because we should be uh, making sure that we have that same standard that we don't do that unto other people. And so we are commanded not to think the worst of other people. We are commanded not to judge based on what their looks or based on what people did on the, in the past. But rather we are to look at them with sober judgment, to love them as Jesus loved us. And so this should help us and this should powerfully motivate us uh, to love and to be in a community uh, where we can be judge free, judgment free and that we will not impose that unto others. And so let's be reminded of that and let's learn to keep that in our hearts as we carry out the rest of our day. The teaching and the message that Jesus gives is radical. And it's very difficult for us to follow unless you've had an encounter with God. Unless you've been touched by His grace and by His mercy, this is not possible by human standards. And Jesus knew this. And He was praying and that He was hoping that these people would not be attracted to him or be following him just because he can do miracles or just because he can provide them with food or with meals or with things that they were desperate for. But rather what Jesus was trying to do was to teach them and to impose upon them and instill a love that God has for them. And when we receive that love, when we see how it can change us, how it can change the way we think and how we act. Um, he's praying that we would do the same, that we would treat others uh, with the same kind of love, the same kind of respect that God has given to us. And I hope and pray that you'll be touched by the words, by the teachings of Christ. And may this be a reminder, maybe you grew up listening to it, uh, but let's learn to live it out uh, throughout today and the rest of our lives. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your Son. We thank you for these words that remind us that you're teaching that you are good and that you are in control. Thank you that you first loved us and help us to love others 
just as you've reminded us to do. We love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. For a single soul, lifting up further and stepping in closer, CGM.